Hello everyone and welcome back to I've Got a Question with Deborah Green and Faith Wicker. Um, a little bit about this podcast before we begin. Uh, this is going to be me and my grandmother Deborah talking about questions people have revolving around the Bible and Christianity itself. A lot of our generation has questions revolving around religion, but nobody to ask or feel confident enough to ask in general. This is a way to get those answers without your name attached and a wonderful way to educate people and it's, it's say this was here and this was here and the bus driver would drive and sure it would be there were times too when all of a sudden there'd be really flat ground we've been driving for a long time and then the bus driver there'd be this big huge mound huh. and uh, yeah it was really amazing and we said um why is that big huge mound there what's the deal and he said that's the little city of such and such 
And we went, what do you mean it's the little city? And he said, according to the Bible and according to our maps and in, uh, according to our archaeological finds, um, the city is under the mound. And when they were being attacked so that the enemies would not get their city and their belongings and stuff, they'd cover it with dirt. Huh. It was really amazing. Um, we'd find out all sorts of ways in, in, in which they protected themselves from the enemies, but it was really amazing to see how accurately it was in maps. Interesting. It really is. It's And um, we've got several other things that are really, um, I mean, very, very accurate. Another thing we find, too, is, since I mentioned it already, is archaeologically accurate. So they have, they have gone and they have found uh, where the Bible says this is where this is. Mm-hmm. They go and they, they go and they look for that. And sure enough, they find it there. And um, one dear friend of ours, he's in Wyoming and he works in oil. Mm-hmm. And so he became a Christian and he started studying the scriptures. And all of a sudden, one scripture really stood out to him. And so it talked about that there was oil there. So he went over and got the rights to go look to see if there was oil. And he worked with the government, and they drilled down. Sure enough, it's the biggest pocket of oil in the region. What? Yes. So archaeologically, and and also, you know, they're finding all these incredible artifacts. Oh, my goodness. I was going to say, aren't they finding, like, bits and pieces of the original Bible, like, everywhere? Everywhere. What are they, transcripts? What are they called? Oh, well, that's Dead Sea Scrolls and stuff. They oh, found yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're finding a lot of, of uh, you know, when we were there, we even got a chance. We bought, an, I mean, it's thousands of years old pot oh. that they had dug up. And so it's really amazing. Uh, so you find that it's historically accurate. You find it's geographically accurate. You find it's archaeologically ge- accurate. I mean... Now, all of a sudden, there's some real significance to this book. Yeah. Um, we find also that it's scientifically accurate. So when you you find these things and then they test them um, and they find and they run it through the test and they find out how old something is or the the when it has inscriptions on it and it I mean, it literally says this is the city where this was, this is this, the same as we do. Um, Yeah, it's interesting, too, because uh, there are so many uh, things they're they're digging up and finding that are really proving um, just how uh, helpful the Bible is. It's not just helpful for a person. But it's been helpful to the government. It's been helpful to scientists. Um, I told you before, my uncle worked at the um, Nuclear Commission, and they were working on a project. And the Bible literally says that we will walk on streets of gold that are transparent. And they were oh, talking about the and purify they ta- of gold. They purified it, yeah. And, and it, it was, was clear. clear. Uh-huh, exactly like the Bible said. So that's scientifically um, accurate. accurate, totally accurate. Uh, so another thing is it's prophetically accurate. Okay, now this is a huge deal. So in the Old Testament, it has all these, uh, um, 
I'd have to look it up right quick, but I think it's 186 prophecies about Jesus coming. Well, explain what a prophecy is real quick, too, okay. for those so, who don't know what a prophecy is. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would be on one person at a time. Mm-hmm. And many times the Spirit would come upon a person. Maybe it was a king. Maybe it was uh, uh, a patriarch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but many times the Holy Spirit would come on a prophet. And the prophet would uh, let the nation know or the king know what's coming, what to look for. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it was interesting that literally um, God would move on these prophets and they would say, this is what's going to happen when the Son of God comes. This is what's going to happen when the Son of God comes. Mm -hmm. And every every single one of those prophecies came true. Wow. Every single one. I'll tell you another one, too. So Daniel, okay, Daniel, who was one of God's prophets, uh, was in captivity in Babylon. But the king would listen to him like crazy because he was an interpreter of dreams as well, etc. And we all know the story of Daniel and the lion's den. We know the story of his friends Shadrach, Meshach being thrown into the fire. But the whole time, the king, he, he honored the words that Daniel got. And they inscribed them. They put them on tablets, etc. And so when we celebrate Christmas, it talks about the three wise men that came, the three magi that came to honor the new king, the new Christ, the Son of God, and they brought the gifts, Uh all of that. People said, see, those are magicians, and they knew what was going on. No, 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 no. They were reading the prophecies of Daniel. They followed the prophecies of Daniel. So they have proved over and over and over again uh, prophetically and so it's it's really, and there's a lot of end time prophecy, which a lot of people are asking about right now. It's like, uh, I, I know, is, yeah. I know you guys, I've had a bunch of your friends come up and ask me if the vaccine is part of the mark of the beast, which is in Revelation. Mm-hmm. We probably should talk about that sometime. But prophetically, it has been very accurate. And it's interesting too, here you can look up in my library. Uh, do you see at the very top? Those uh-huh. books are called the Bible Code, the Bible Code 2, the Bible Code 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because the the rabbis, all right, the, the great rabbis over in Israel, they started, they got this idea that if there's hidden things in the Bible prophetically, uh, they would try to find it. So they literally, letter by letter, put the Bible into a computer and then it started looking for any kind of patterns and when they did so they would find where every time they skipped a fourth letter a fourth letter a fourth letter a fourth letter they would count one two three four one two three four one two they would put those letters together and sure enough it's amazing um i mean it would say uh president kennedy shot assassinated what yes and oh these books are incredibly fun to read you kids would love it i didn't know that oh yes absolutely so oh and it what yes it has all sorts of people in it it talks about world events oh yeah it's incredible. So, that's amazing. So, oh, my gosh. And that's, that's linked to the prophetic accuracy, but it's called the Bible Code. And if anybody wants the, um, 
You can look online. I don't know. Who's the author? I'm trying. Um, it's too high up there for me to see. Well, but if somebody wants it, they can just type into you, and we can send it real quick. The the title to it, or I'll get it down by next session. But isn't that fascinating? That's incredible. I mean, yeah, the Word of God, the Bible, the Holy Bible, not the Black Bible, the Holy Bible, is historically accurate. It's geographically accurate. It's archaeological accurate. It's scientifically accurate. It is prophetically accurate. Now, the next thing is, it's morally. Um, it's It's got this incredible moral code. In fact, our nation, which is the best nation in the whole world, and why do I say that? For 200 years, our Constitution has held together. 200 plus. It has not been changed. You look at France, Within that time, they had 50 constitutions. Yeah. Because it failed. All these other, all these other government programs, and it's because it was founded morally, morally on the Bible. Yeah. And uh, we won't, we know what the moral code is. It's the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. I mean, we shouldn't murder people. No. We shouldn't steal. We shouldn't want other people's property. I mean, that is just. It is, it is, and this is just makes so much sense. And when we live by that, everybody's happy. Yeah. And so it's a great moral code. Um, we also find that uh, it's spiritually sound. So when Moses came down from the mountain and he had the tablets mm-hmm. and God told him and he wrote it letter by letter, he had the Ten Commandments, but he also had uh, spiritual um, ceremonies and spiritual uh, rituals so they would know how to approach God. If we approached him in a pagan way, yeah. we wouldn't get the response that, that we want. And he he puts in there um, how to approach him, how to get answers to, to prayers. I mean, it's incredible, um, spiritually sound. So not only did he come down with a good moral code, but he also came down with a, a spiritual uh, uh, code or a spiritual uh, way to connect with God. Because remember, Christianity is not a religion. It, he didn't come down to form another religion. There was an, there enough, so, many, yeah. so many religions. Jesus came down to get us connected back to God. God wants relationship. He put Adam and Eve in the garden to have relationship with them. He loves. He loves us. You don't find any other religion where that happens. I mean, yeah. it's all do's and don'ts. Yeah. And this is about. Um, God loving us so much, he sought us. Yeah. And uh, he's trying to rectify all the messes. That's how much you love. Let's think about it for a minute. Divinity, something so divine. We're talking about almighty God (laughs) that created everything, wants to have a relationship with humanity. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. What do we have to offer God? We have a terrible time at Christmas time going, what am I going to buy my mom? She yeah, has everything. seriously. I know. And I'm like, what do we have to offer God? Mm-hmm. The one thing he wants is relationship. He oh. loves you just the way you are. Too much to leave us that way. Yeah. Because he wants us to feel better every day about ourselves. Okay? And so it's just incredibly you know, it lets you know how how to connect with him. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so let's go on to another thing. So it's physically healthy. There are diets in 
the Bible that literally if you eat these diets, your body responds in a positive way. You better are, show me where those are. Because <laughs> that's right. Um, oh I mean, some people will call it the Mediterranean diet. Wow. Uh, we find over and over again um, these different diets when someone has a problem with this and then we'll say in the Old Testament it will say, um, this, yeah, uh-huh. this yeah. and it's it's just really incredible. So, um, oh my goodness, there's so many reasons to believe the Bible. Wow. I mean, even if we believe just two of these things that I've mentioned so far. Um, another one is that, it, listen, if the Bible weren't important, literally, okay, then time, t- okay, let me say it this way. <laughs> time changed time changed when they when they literally put down um uh, 93 bc 93 bc means 93 years before christ yeah and then afterwards after christ after jesus christ it time it changed time to where now they would say 93 ad after he died no oh. other human no other, I mean, only God can change time. I'm telling you what, it's really incredible. And you can find that in the Bible. It is just incredible what we learn uh, uh, from the Bible. And it's just really, um, I, and another thing, it, it, the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy that it is, it just says literally in the Bible, in 2 Timothy, it says it is the inspired word of God. It said it was inspired. It says all scripture is inspired of God and profitable for teaching. It's profitable for reproof, for for correction. It is uh, profitable for training in righteousness so that we can live better lives. Um, And so that man, um, uh, so that the man of God may be adequate and equipped for every situation. I don't know about you, but I like to feel confident going into a situation. You know, I just, uh, it, it does. It builds confidence. It's really, it's really, really incredible. Uh, but it's the inspired word of God. Um, and it has been, I mean, people before they put the Bible out, um, they were checking all these things. Uh, when you look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are the four Gospels in the New Testament. You compare them, and let's face it, uh, Matthew and Mark and John were part of the disciples, but Luke wasn't. He was a doctor, Yeah. Dr. Luke, and Dr. Luke went around checking everything historically before he wrote his book. And so he put down every detail he could because he had seen literally did the change in people's lives. And as a doctor, that's important. So he wrote that. I mean, they've checked upon this, checked upon this, checked upon this. And, and over and over again, we find, um, that's the difference. Now it's interesting. It is also the number one best-selling book of all time. No book. The Bible, the Holy Bible. Wow. Nothing else has ever outsold it. Yeah, man's trying to make a lot of money off it. Do you know the most expensive bu- book there is out there? The Bible. Uh, 
Seriously, it's crazy. Wow. So that's why that's why it's nice if you need a Bible, go to the Gideons. They'll give you a free one. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you don't have to come to our church. We'll give you a free Bible. Yeah. We have it in Spanish and in English. Oh, we do? We do. Huh. And uh, it's interesting, too, because we have literal translations and we have paraphrases. Mm. Now, the difference in that is a literal translation is like, you know, when someone says, la, 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 yeah. and the translator <laughs> translate it per word, whereas a paraphrase takes the basic story. It's not a translation. A paraphrase takes the basic story and tells it in storytelling. Yeah. Sometimes it's really nice to have a paraphrase in the fact that you want to read something fast. Just real quick, yeah. So, you know, I'm an English teacher, and a lot of times people will go, I can't, I can't read the Bible. It doesn't make sense. Now, if you get certain Bibles, um, they are coming from, when it says king, it's coming from a king's translation. That mm. king liked this translation. He's going, oh, I don't like that. I want this rule in there. I want it to sound like this. Yeah. And so they've interjected their opinions Mm. So it's better to get a direct translation or paraphrase where you can read through it quick and get the gist. Yeah. I loved uh, going through the Living Bible. Oh, I loved it because I could get the whole concept. Yeah. And I could read it in a hur hurry like a regular book. And then um, I got the New American translation, and that really helped. And, uh, and it's interesting. Bible means books. It just, that's what Bible means. It just means, uh, and when we speak in Spanish, donde queda la biblioteca, okay, it's saying, where's the library? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Biblio, biblio is where oh. we get Bible, okay, <laughs> or, you know, and so anyway, it means uh, books. There are 66 books in the Bible, and there's two parts of the Bible. There's the Old Testament and the New Testament, and we'll talk about that some more because yeah. when Jesus came, okay, that split the old from the new because he brought a new covenant. The Old Testament is the old covenant. The New Testament is the new covenant, yeah. right? And when he does that, um, the Holy Spirit, remember when I told you before, was on one person at a time mm -hmm. in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, he's saying, no, I want this out to all people. So anybody, can anybody... Yeah can have a direct contact. You don't have to go through somebody yeah. to connect to God. It is awesome. It is awesome. I love reading I love reading the New Testament. And it has such great things about music. Oh my goodness. The music <laughs> stuff is just awesome in there. It's all also too, it's full of poetry. And if you don't know how to read poetry Oh, my goodness. Um, people will say, why do you talk a lot about finances? You'd be surprised how much in the Bible there's about finances. Yeah. There's a lot about sex in there. There's a lot about relationship in there. Um, a lot of people say, well, this guy screwed up here. Well, so we will learn from it. I mean, people, it's like, we don't cancel that in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're into cancel. It's like, this guy screwed up. Well, yes, he did. And he learned from it. And look how God redeemed him. This is wonderful news for us because when we screw up, it's nice to know we didn't screw up as bad as Moses did or David did. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's awesome. So um, to go back over real quick, 
It's historically accurate. Yeah. They've proven that. They've proven it's geographically accurate. They've proven it's archaeologically. Um, in fact, Faith, let me show you this. <laughs> what you got there? This is from the Holy Land. This is an actual, see these? These are coins from the Holy Land. These are widow mites. Oh. So remember when the widow gave two widow mites? They're less than a penny, but those are real widow mites. And look at this. This is an actual, this is an actual artifact. And this is an oil lamp. And they would put oil in here and a wick. And this is how they lit their houses. And look, this one, we knew it came from a Christian house because it has a cross on it. That's super cool. Can I Isn't touch it? it yeah, you can touch it all you want to. I didn't know. If but it was see, like archaeologically, an it's accurate. Scientifically, it's accurate. Prophetically, um, and if you kids want to get the Bible code, I'll help you all I can. It has a great moral code. It's it's spiritually sound. It's it helps us become physically healthy. Time change because of the Bible. It is the inspired word of God. Yeah. yeah, it came through men, but we need to understand it was tested. And not just tested by other men, through time. Yeah. I mean, this thing has lasted like crazy. And it's the best-selling book, even without anybody promoting it. Nobody's promoting it. There's no big marketing yeah. scheme. <laughs> okay. Well. And that it, it, it makes a difference in our lives. Yeah. It's just really awesome. So... Um, anyway, people who ask, why do I believe the Bible? It's all those reasons, but the number one reason for me was I checked it out. And I encourage everyone out to check it out. If you will just pray and say, God, prove yourself to me. Yeah. He will do it. He yeah. will do it. And it's, it's interesting. He does it in all different ways. He's so oh, yeah. creative. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's so creative. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of testimony right quick. So uh, my my brother and I both got born again at the same time, and we were praying for our family because we were just a bunch of relatives living under a roof. We really weren't a family. Yeah. Because I'm seriously, I mean, we weren't connected other than blood. And so um, we went to my dad and told him that that we loved him even though he, he was pretty much a tyrant. Yeah. And so anyhow, he pushed us away. He went in the bedroom and knelt down at the bed. My dad, six foot four of him, wow. knelt, knelt down and he said, God, if you can make my kids love me when I've been so awful to them, would you please prove yourself to me? Wow. So it had been a month later after this. We were sitting at the dinner table. And uh, we were all sharing what's going on uh, through the day, school, blah, blah, blah. You know, just dinner table talk. Yeah. And my mom got real quiet, and she's always real talky. And so she said, uh, she, she was real quiet, and my dad said, um, honey, why are you so quiet? Yeah. And she said, uh, she said, Cliff, she said, um, I, I, I was just sitting here thinking, we're having a great time and you haven't said a cuss word the whole night. In fact, I started thinking, I've been going back and going back. Wow. And she said, you haven't said a cuss word since this time. And my dad, all of a sudden, went, oh my gosh, ever since my prayer, 
He said, I asked God to prove to me. He says, I haven't tried to stop cussing. He said, I have not tried. He says, but you're right. I'm not even cussing at work. Wow. So God took that away from him because, see, that that cussing was cursing. It was cursing his business. It was cursing his family. It was cursing. And he said, oh, my goodness, God is real. Yeah. And uh, we were, I still get goosebumps by that. We sat at the dinner table going, this is a different dinner. Yeah. But God proved himself to my dad. That might not have been a big deal to me, but to him, it was. Wow. So it, it's personal. It's personal. When I read the Bible, it's like a love letter to me. Yeah. Yeah. It helps me out. Well, even then, I'll speak to the bit of the Bible, too. I struggled reading the Bible when I was a kid because I just didn't find a translation that was fun to read. I struggled with that and I stopped reading the Bible. But if that's you and you just you stopped reading the Bible because you were just having a hard time reading it or it just wasn't fascinating to you, there's so many versions of the Bible that you can look for. And I absolutely recommend going and doing the research to find a Bible that Mm -hmm. you would love to read. And I found a version that I love and I've found it so much easier to read the Bible and I've made time every day to, you know, get a bit of that reading in and that is mm-hmm. incredible. Have you seen, it's uh, some new adventure Bible, but it's all comics. Oh yeah, that's oh, Caleb's favorite Bible. I love that. <laughs> it's so cool because it's got pictures the, in there. It's, and it's the action Bible there is you what go. it's called. But so. it's awesome. I love to do that. And I love to read the kids' Bible. Sometimes they just make way more sense. And so, yeah. Any of those are fine. Yeah, of course. And for any of you out there that listen to this today and you listen to uh, Deborah's testimony just then and you're like, oh, if all it took was just that leap of faith, we're here today and we're going to give you that opportunity. It is a very easy prayer that you can do. uh, And we'll do it here and show you guys and you can follow along and repeat after Deborah as I do. And uh, we can do it together so you don't feel like you're doing it alone. Absolutely, because we are a family. God's the one who puts us together. Yeah. So let's let's just do that. Is that all right with you, Faith? Yeah, of course. Okay. Dear Father God. Dear Father God. Now see, that's making a family right there. He's going to be our father. And if we've had a bad one, I had one that was really a tyrant, but God changed him, and God made him a good father. Yeah. God Almighty is a good father. Yes. He wants to rectify everything. Dear Father God. Dear Father God. Right now. Right now. I want to find out. I want to find out. If you are real. If you are real. I want. I want. A genuine encounter. A genuine encounter. With you. With you. So I offer my heart. So I offer my heart. To you. To you. In Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ. I pray in faith. I pray in faith. That you will prove yourself. That you will prove yourself. To me. To me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, I pray for you especially today, Faith. (laughs) All right? Awesome. If anybody out there um, has just said that prayer, right now the angels are celebrating in heaven. You have just become part of the family of God. And expect things to change. There's times when they could get a little worse, but that's just because you're so valuable. There's a fight for you now. Yeah. Yeah. That is so wonderful. And 
this was such a great topic. I love talking about the proof of the Bible. It is so cool to see like the science behind it and the proof that people are finding every single day. So for now, that is it for today's episode. Um, I'm going to put the pictures of the widow's mite and the old oil. What was it again? It's a lamp. An oil lamp. I'm going to be putting uh, the photos on my Instagram. So if you want to go ahead and follow me at faith underscore and underscore sass 22, it will be on my Instagram there if you want to see what that looks like. Um, and then during our talk here, I found out it is the Bible Code by Michael Drosnin. So there you go. You can look it up online. Um, there's the, three of them. Yeah, there's three. There's mm-hmm. the Bible Code One, the Bible Code Two, and the Bible Code Three. So uh, if that's something that you're interested in reading, you can go ahead and look that up. And uh, that is it for today's episode. So again, thank you everyone who is listening in. Um, we are so excited to continue forward into our next episode. Our next episode, we're going to be talking a little bit on. Um, why Christianity? Why would you pick Christianity over the other religions? What's wrong with the other religions? That kind of a thing. And we wanted to bring that up because St. Patty's Day is next week. So, all right. We wanted to bring that up because St. Patty's, I mean, Saint, that's all Catholics. So, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you all in the next episode. Have a great night, guys.